Live from the Red City after all this time, it is Radio Throne once again. I'm Matt. And I'm Sophie, and this is a Kill Six Billion Demons podcast. Um, side note, I want to start a spin-off podcast also called a Kill Six Billion Demons podcast, where we uh, kill demons. <laughs> what are we talking about today, Matt? <laughs> um, I was like, interesting. Uh, I, I have so... a document called Good Jokes for the podcast and that's the only one that's on there uh so we are going to talk about uh the current half maybe less of uh breaker of infinities that has released thus far um today is june 7th i believe yes it is uh which is i believe up to page 60 um so spoilers for that obviously uh we haven't done a podcast in a long time um, since november yeah wild <laughs> and there are some reasons for that other than the fact that uh what has been happening is just like one huge very detailed fight scene um for the past like six months which is like again just thinking about how abaddon paces all this stuff out is incredible and the other is war for ayuba which we're going to talk about a little bit after that for sure anyway uh we should get right into Breaker of Infinities then. I think we talked like briefly about it at one point. Um, but yeah, man, it was like at the very, very beginning. Going um, back to reread it is just like such a pleasure. The drip feed, like one or two panels every <laughs> week is awesome. <laughs> uh, but like being able to read it from start to finish is just mind-blowing in a way that i didn't expect uh coming back to read it recently one one thought that i had while like rereading the fight i reread it um yesterday mm-hmm. was how much of it, of it reminds me of and you mentioned this earlier like jrpgs uh style fighting but also one like in particular demon slayer and I don't know if it's because demon slayer fights are also um generally really well paced but also um the boss moves that each uh, demiurge has mm-hmm. as they mostly get beat to a pulp. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Demon Slayer. According to my girlfriend, it is on our list of to watch. That's um, very good. Right now we are struggling through The Legend of Korra, uh, and <laughs> I'm disappointed because it meant a lot to me when I was a teenager. Anyway... Um, <laughs> absolutely agree uh like the fact that i think we're in like phase three of a big boss fight against god basically is like seals the deal for me um just seeing like all these different forms uh and all of these different moves and stuff like that is so like the character design yeah God, um, I've had to do a little bit of character design for War for Ayuba, and it's really, really hard. Um, you, your character is a monkey. Shut up! I, I have to like draw NPCs and stuff. Not NPCs, but like non-combatants. Um, and seeing like Avadon just being like, "Hmm, aspected <laughs> chaos, Jagannath, but with a hundred arms, like nuts." Uh, and and yeah, I've mentioned this a bunch, but like reading it all through, it feels like so fluid and so natural. Um, 
and it just blows me away how like Abaddon, of course, like plans for all of this stuff way in advance. Um, oh, yeah. I've made a couple of comics um, on my own and with other people over the past uh, couple of months, um, and the one of the like really important things that we try to do is like get all of the different characters involved and make sure everyone has like all of the screen time um and like is able to do their cool thing and as you said like all of the demiurges have their little like magic attack like full page mm -hmm. spread um at some point mammon like summons a like a meteor shower which is like right out yeah. of final fantasy or like uh i don't know i found when uh i always, i always get their names mixed up it's mammon and then there's the other one that also starts with an m and i should Modem. know this modem or yeah. modem is riding mammon yeah and also when she like pulls out the like past further past and present like oh, self combined yeah. attack is just like this is it, it's not just um like rad visual stuff that's happening it's like mm -hmm. oh man this is what all these characters are all about like for example when you um pointed out to me there's a panel where incubus is like uh when you know aspected chaos like goes into fucking space and incubus <laughs> is like on the ground and he's like sword i need a sword and you're like that's why he's not as good as like maya for example like that's why he doesn't mm -hmm. understand uh the blade Medi's teachings like fundamentally yes. um and that's just like everything is like firing on all cylinders at once from mm -hmm. the like fight choreography to the like anime inspired visuals it's just like mm -hmm. a real pleasure like, if you have the opportunity to go back and read it i would absolutely advise it it's like composition and pacing and also like the dialogue is also mm -hmm. really well sort of spread out um yeah, it's actually, I, I, one thing that sort of struck me while rereading this is, like, in book four, we saw how um, powerful, or in all the previous books, we've seen how powerful all the demiurges are, and they're really sort of um, mm -hmm. fighting Jagannath, and I, maybe not giving it their all, but they're unleashing their powers, and it's scary because it's not really i mean it is kind of affecting him but i think that allison or white chain whoever said it is that they would lose yeah and I, white chain i think yeah i think it was white chain mm -hmm. and, and you so absolutely like, oh, like she's not lying right like you see mm -hmm. them like give their all to Jagannath and they're all like <laughs> what, what are the alt texts on this is like uh, Abaddon saying oh I love when people think Solomon's gonna bite it like he can't just move at 300 miles per hour and stunt on everyone <laughs> um, but like the, the Demiurges are really like giving 100% and Jagannath is like like cycling through his different forms for the boss mm -hmm. battle um uh so yeah absolutely Even though, um i think at one point jagannath does say like uh actually i don't know if it was jagannath um 
the demiurges they're at their peak of like squabbling and mm-hmm. yeah solomon david or is afraid of destroying his world so he's not really giving it his most there's so. also the the fact that um the during the like that pause that happens which is another like cool point towards pacing uh or or, like that emphasizes there's a little bit of a pause that happens um when they bind him and he's like you have one minute which is super badass Uh um and that really helps with the fight pacing because otherwise it's like a 60 page fight scene (laughs) um but uh he has he doesn't just say like oh they're all squabbling and like solomon david is is like scared of hurting his home uh Mm -hmm. he does say that but he also says like also i fought this battle 500 times or whatever and i've always won Mm uh so yeah he's got a lot of reasons to be confident Mm -hmm. that kind of brings me to uh i texted you this earlier also i'm realizing that and i'm gonna butcher this pronunciation but chakra vartan form Mm -hmm. jagannath form First of all, he's kind of wearing booty shorts. Secondly, he looks good. He looks he looks good. Um, mm-hmm. He also has like a hundred heads and a hundred arms, so like I don't know <laughs> if we can really apply our mortal beauty this is, standards. This is peak form. This is peak form. <laughs> True. Uh, I did Google what Chakravartin was because I was curious, and this is just from Google, but. It's the ancient Indian conception of the word ruler divided from the Sanskrit chakra, wheel, and vartan, the one who turns. Thus, a chakra vartan may be understood as a ruler whose chariot wheels roll everywhere, or whose movements are unobstructed. And I thought that Mm -hmm. was a nice sort of touch, both like visually, because that is what it is sort of conveying, but also Jagannath has fought this battle, like, I think he phrases it as more times than there are drops in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Classic. And so he he is like n- not quite at the level of Zoss, but definitely more outside the wheel than or unburdened by the wheel than the rest of the characters in this fight. Yeah, I think as he says it, like he has like some memory of why like metatron is is doing and there's like this whole reveal with um like what zoss is doing versus like what metatron is doing and like metatron has agency um that we don't really have to get into now um but i i think he says like oh i don't know why metatron is doing this but i can remember like little bits of each each cycle mm-hmm. um yeah like I, he defeats the air and then or the air ascends and then his memory stops mm-hmm. which is interesting and so the many thing, questions sorry go ahead i was just gonna say the thing that allison or rather aspected chaos at this point points out is like uh but you've never fought me before and he's like yeah very interesting <laughs> um and i'm i mean we we don't know what is going to how this is going to play out like i think it's safe to assume that like the the heroes are going to win because like if we're following the final fantasy boss fight cadence as closely as we have i think that's you know how it's gonna end out maybe with not without not without sacrifice or whatever but you know 
Mm-hmm. Um, the there there must be something different about Allison and her relationships to Co and White Chain than there was with uh, Zaid in the previous like incarnations of the of the universe. Um, mm-hmm. And what Abaddon is trying to say with that, I'm not sure. I think it's something that we should like keep an eye out uh, as like the the conclusion of the story happens because like there's definite. Like, obviously, Kill Six Billion Demons is doing gender stuff all the time, but I think this is, like, one of the places where it can be, like, as clear as it is going to get, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I have so many questions about... They're, like, post-Jagannath's uh, speech, I have a lot of questions mm-hmm. um, surrounding Metatron. And, uh, I don't know interesting interested to see where things go from from this point uh also gogagog is terrifying oh yeah that's um well to respond to your first point about metatron uh my take so far is just that he's very salty about like being a poor caretaker for the universe and letting it fall into ruin Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's taking it out on everyone <laughs> and the yeah I do still have questions about them mm-hmm. I got myself a little confused for me um, like Jagannath says the cycle is different because Allison got the key instead of Zaid um, but she got the key partially because of the thorn angels who kidnapped Zane. Well, I don't know if I'm missing something. The Thorns kidnapped him. Thinking he was the heir? I mean, because he is, right? He is. Allison yeah. isn't the heir. Um, because Jadis is always right. Zoss just decided to like go against the prophecy this time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think once, or if we find out like what happens when the, the, the heir ascends... That's going to really clear up, like, the Metatron shenanigans and, like, what Zoss's motives are and all that stuff. Um, but to your second point about Gog Gog, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, nice. Every, like, in the past we've talked about, like, for example, when, uh, like, Maya cuts um, Six Juggernaut Star in half, right? Mm-hmm. And they yell, like, mistake and explode. And it's just, like, this incredibly, um, I don't want to say, like, epic, because that's a little bit, like, juvenile. But it's, like, this very, like, spine-chilling moment of, like, action and consequence and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, like, have pointed it out when we've talked about the books before. And we there, there are other moments like that in the series as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we get to this fight scene... That happens like every other page. And I'm just like <laughs> losing my mind rereading this or, you know, like even as the new pages are released, it's it's really like, uh, Abaddon has a lot of like talents when it comes to art and writing. Um, mm-hmm. Character design is a huge one. Uh, but like cool shit is uh, where he excels like almost 100% of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really like uh, 
wild. Like when you don't think it can get any cooler, suddenly there's a worm planet. <laughs> there's a worm planet. <laughs> oh man. Um, I I lost my train of thought. I thought I had something else that I wanted to bring up, um, but I I can't remember it. Just that like man this this battle is good it is like <laughs> using all of the characters that are involved it is like it's not just like using them as throwaway like attacks right it's like involving mm-hmm. their characterization th- th- this is like the big climactic fight scene obviously but like where the actual like it- it's not just like all of the characters like bashing against each other like action figures it's like this is also the climax for like the conflict between the different demiurges you know mm-hmm. this is um like allison reckoning with uh like what the hell is going on and this is where we mm-hmm. finally like get to see jagannath um revealing some stuff. so it feels really good and not just because oh like 60 pages of of like stupidly cool like special powers Mm -hmm. yeah it definitely feels dynamic both in terms of like wow it was drawn really well and look at those explosions um which are very good but Mm -hmm. also like in terms of the story you're right in that it's sort of like this is this is like the peak of everything that everything has sort of been building towards. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw Jagannath, like, way back when planning, at the time, we well, something, um, and we're finally, finally seeing everything sort of come to a head. Yeah. I mean, the, the things that aren't are, like, Allison, CO, and White Chain's, like, journeys. And mm-hmm. it's really interesting because, like, the th- this is really the conflict between the demiurges peaking as as we've mentioned but um this is like Allison CO and White Chain are able to like act as one you know literally and figuratively and mm-hmm. uh really like own this fight because of their like all the growth that we've been seeing them do in the past couple of books so it's been really wonderful uh to to see all this stuff paying off mm-hmm. i'm interested to see where maya comes in oh yeah absolutely like every dozen pages or so there's just like <laughs> a page or two of her looking up at the sky pensively um <laughs> that's that's something i've been waiting for uh for a while and i know at the end of book four in a patreon hangout i asked Abaddon like hey uh, i i one of the things I've been waiting for is like this Maya Incubus confrontation. And he was like, oh, I planned that to be in book four, but there wasn't enough room unless I wanted like the the climax to be really long. So uh, Mm. that's a little bit confusing because like if it was supposed to be in book four, but it hasn't even happened yet in book five and we're like 60 pages in, when (laughs) is it going to happen? But um, on the other hand, like, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what his plans are for the book, but like so far with what he's done, I like trust his abilities as a as a writer and artist to pay this off. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely... Having read all of the previous pages, um, the payoff is definitely going to be worth it. Uh, also, we get to see Maya pop, pop off again. Oh, um, yeah. Which should uh, be very cool. I've got a lot of favorite characters. She's one of them. Where's uh, Six Juggernaut Star? Six Juggernaut Star is reforming in the void right now. You know <laughs> quite well. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of cool characters, do you want to move on to our second topic of conversation tonight? Sure. All right. Let's so uh, we should have talked about this a long time ago, but I guess we're lazy. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, we're busy. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, for the past four months, closer to five months now, um, Abaddon has been running with other like moderators and judges a massive OCT on a Discord server called the War for Ryuba. And obviously you know what Ryuba is. Um, and OCT stands for Original Character Tournament, and this is actually where, not this tournament, obviously, but um, Abaddon got his start making comics with an OCT, um, I think called like Enter Void or something, a long time ago. People like are talking about it on the server and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And what happens in, in one of these, and they've fallen out of popularity recently, but there was one for the Ring of Power, which was, you know, the Ring of Power uh, in Book 4. Um, and there's this huge one now that has like hundreds of entrants Um, so what happens in an OCT is that you create an original character and you go to or or you like I I don't know how other ones work but in this one what happens is you say hey I want to enter this round and you get paired against an opponent from the opposite team and uh, you have to do a fight with that other character uh, using comics. So you write a comic with the both of your two characters. It doesn't have to be a fight. It could be them hanging out or like one offering the other relationship advice, which is one of the best comics around too. Uh, <laughs> shout outs to Alec and uh, JG. Um, I don't know their Twitter handles off the top of my head. So I'm sorry to the both of you. Uh, or it can be like, I don't know, basically anything, right? And the comics are judged by a panel of judges, including Abaddon, and the winner, uh, their comic becomes canon, and that affects this, like, metagame that's happening about, like, which faction has control of Ryuba uh, at the end of this tournament. It is very cool. There are a lot of talented artists entering it, um, and I also entered it as a amateur artist um with my character as sophie alluded to earlier is a gorilla um that's his whole thing he doesn't have any (laughs) special powers he's just a monkey that wandered out of the the beast jungle at one point um and there's this whole map of like here are the different spaces where you can fight on there are different rules for different spaces uh if you incorporate the location into your comic you'll um the judges that's something the judges judge upon. Um, there are different items your characters can have, all sorts of stuff, right? Uh, mm-hmm. So, first of all, this is really cool. Uh, everyone who hasn't already should check out the War for Ayuba Discord. And secondly, 
it has been an incredible experience to like learn and grow as an artist and work with all of these incredibly, incredibly talented people um, on the server. Uh, so there's this type of battle called a clash. Uh, I don't, I don't think I've told you about this, Sophie, but a clash is when four characters from one side face off against four characters from another side. Ah. So it's a huge collaborative comic. The, the round four clash from my team, Pyre, uh, was, I think like 120 pages. That's so, longer than Kill Six Billion Demons, like the book, Kill Six Billion Demons, book one, you know? Um, yeah. Stupid. Yes, it is. Um, it, Impressive, and, and, though. Yeah. Uh, they they made this in like a span of two and a half weeks, basically, which is just like incredible. Um, and there are people making like that quality work all over the all over the server, and it's just a blast to be a part of that community. Yeah, it's certainly. I've been following along uh, a little bit, but um, not as much as you have. And everything that people have been drawing has been very, very impressive. Uh, in just terms of art and everything it's it's really um wonderful to like be in that sort of community where there's just a bunch of like i've, I've talked to you about this with like a, a a group that we were both a part of um at some point i was like one of the reasons i love this is because everyone is like learning and doing their best all the time and mm -hmm. doing it together and like learning from each other right mm-hmm that the exact same thing ha is happening here in in war for ayuba and it's just like lots of people going ham 24 7 and uh learning from each other and getting excited about each other's work like there are fans of the gorilla sometimes i wake <laughs> up and i have notifications on my phone because like someone drew a picture of a gorilla like doing something stupid or silly and like tagged me and they're like, I love your comics. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> no, what are you talking about? There's no gorilla. way. Uh, but what are yes. your gorilla fans called? Oh, there's no like organized gorilla fandom. Um, you should make one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm getting the opportunity uh, this round to like work not with... Uh, because they're on an opposing team, but against kind of with uh, like people who have like followed my comics in the past and like wanted to work with me and stuff like that. So that's, it's just so like energizing to wake up every morning and see this huge community. That's like, let's do it. Let's go. Let's um, like all make this work in the shared universe. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. There are tons of incredible characters uh, like, there is um, one of the people I'm working with this round. I'm on the Clash team for Pyre this round. Uh, we'll see how that goes. It's going well. Uh, I really love my team. One of the characters on my team is a Gunwitch. Um, you know Gunwitches have appeared in the comic uh, yes. so far. Uh, but this is an alligator. 
a bipedal alligator gunwitch named Alphonse Railcatcher. Um, and he, like, has a bunch of gunwitch powers and, like, is, like, rude and has a, um... What's the word? I, I forget the specific word for, like, a Louisiana accent. Um, and one of our opponents is another gunwitch who is a shark uh, <laughs> strapped to a cannon named Shuda. Nice. And Shuda is very precious, and it's very sad that his artist is so mean to him. Um, but, yeah, it's been... There's, like, a kid, like, a child, um, a magical princess in, like, a, an egg... That's one of the characters. Um, there's a there's a band of like actors uh, named the King's Players, uh, and their artist Mebob uh, does like very funny, very ridiculous work. Um, <laughs> so it, I think Meeb does like all of their comics watercolor, which is just incredible. Wow. Uh, but yeah, really, really cool um, environment really cool stuff if you want to read like 100 plus comics or well it would be like 400 at this point um, in the <laughs> world of kill six billion demons uh you can <laughs> they are on the war for Ayuba discord go check them out shall yeah. we uh, bring up our next i don't i wouldn't call it a segment it's more of like an, an idea that you had yeah. Um, before we do that, I was just wondering if there, if you think there's anything that I missed or anything, like any questions that viewers might have that I didn't answer with that. Hmm. When, or do you know when the war for Ryuba will end? Yeah, so there are nine rounds planned. There are eight normal rounds and then one... Uh, frankly stupid idea for around um round nine which is the tower uh where every entrant makes a comic happening simultaneously where everyone <laughs> tries to like assault the tower at the center of the map mm -hmm. um it made more sense when the the judges and abaddon expected there to be like maybe a hundred participants maximum but there are <laughs> thousands of people in the server at this point Nice. Um, I, I think most of them are inactive or like not um, artists, but there there are tons of of artists working at once. Um, so it's probably gonna. It started in February. It's probably gonna last until because we're in round five now. We're like halfway through round five. It's probably going to last until like October or November. Is my guess maybe a little bit longer if there are any like breaks in between rounds well we have a lot of content to look forward to and i will definitely check out some comics now that i have more time yeah and uh if any like listeners have been like uh have known about war for ayuba and are like oh i don't want to enter or like i feel like i missed the bus on this you absolutely have not. You have so much more time. Um, it does not matter if you read all uh, all of the previous comics. Literally, it is almost impossible to be able to read all the previous comics uh, because there are so many. So, yeah, it'll it'll be going on for a while longer. I implore everyone to check it out. 
Go read Matt's gorilla comic. Become a gorilla fan. Name pending. Uh, I have made three so far. My first one was like an intro comic. It's just four pages about how the gorilla uh, started fighting for Team Pyre. Uh, the second one is against Harrison Mary Stride, who is like a sort of eldritch cowboy with a huge hat and a huge mustache. <laughs> um, that was that was very fun. And my third one uh, was a an infiltration mission, uh, tactical um, simian espionage uh, against uh, one of the Bastion um, commanders, a book person named. Count Log, kind of like Ingsfield. Um, I'm just gonna oh, okay. pretend that's how you pronounce it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was uh, also very fun. Um, uh, I believe the artist for Harrison Mary Stride is Celavon. Um, again, don't know if they have a Twitter <laughs> or any other social media. And uh, someone named Methyl, uh, where the E in Methyl is a three, uh, is Count Log's artist. Very cool. Um, I have to ask, how many gorilla reference pictures do you have saved to your phone slash laptop slash wherever? Yeah, I don't have many saved. It's just mostly like I um, look it up when when I'm like, okay, I need a gorilla standing in like a funny position. (laughs) Or like, I need to know what a gorilla's foot looks like um, to do like... Drawing is hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I just basically like go on Google Images. And I, I like, am very um, like organized, like compulsively organized about like my computer and all my files and stuff. So when I'm done with the reference images, I just like immediately delete it. So wow. not a very <laughs> interesting answer, I guess. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, if that's it, I think we should move on to our final thing for tonight, which is going to be just that uh, we had talked about briefly offline the idea that maybe our next couple of podcasts could be interviewing people from War for Ayuba uh, about their experience with the comic, about what war for ayuba has um has been and like what the community is like in their experience um and just like other general kill six billion demons and war for ayuba questions um i think that'll be pretty cool yeah me too uh Uh, tweet at us at radio throne um let me look up the twitter handle really quick i think it's radio throne is it radio underscore throne or is it like it's in our outro, that's for sure. I don't know. Um, at Radio but, Throne, you're right, you're right. It, there it we is go. at Radio Throne. Or um, message one of us on the Discord. We are both in the Patreon Discord. Yeah, uh, I am in the War for Ayuba Discord as well. I have changed my Discord name because people that wanted to collaborate with me uh, kept asking questions about it. Um, you so should be proud of your old Discord name. <laughs> so it's just radio underscore throne underscore Matt um, at this point. And yeah, so we don't know what that's going to look like. Uh, we will like post on our Twitter page about it. I will also reach out to people in the Discord. Or if you yourself, listener, are a War for Ayuba artist uh, and you're interested in doing like a little interview um 
just hit us up on wherever wherever we are and we will get back to you so yeah hopefully this can be pretty cool um i know there are a lot of like really talented people out there um and uh, just you know a ton of people who are fans of kill six billion demons that i'm sure uh would be wonderful to talk to so we look yeah. forward to it and also hopefully we'll put out another podcast uh within six months and not like last time yeah yay um should i should i tease something that i've been talking about for a while go for it okay so recently i've been playing uh the elder scrolls 3 morrowind and <laughs> okay no, is, i know where this is going <laughs> yeah the elder scroll or kill six billion demons takes a lot like I don't want to say, like, steals from the Elder Scrolls and specifically Morrowind lore, but it is, like, very... It is a huge, huge inspiration and something I never really appreciated until starting to play Morrowind. Um, So we'll have to see, like, what this looks like because um, it would involve... Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see what the format of that is going to look like, but I would love to like do an episode on here are all the, the things that Kill Six Billion Demons takes from from The Elder Scrolls and like what that might mean and their shared history um, in like taking inspiration from Indian culture, basically. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah that, that is on the to-do list. Cool. On the to-do list, um, good episode idea. But we will see where we are soon, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, anything else, yep. Soph? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, thank you for listening, if you are listening. <laughs> um, we really appreciate it. I hope someone's listening. All right. All um, listen to us. All <laughs> In that case, uh, yeah, I'm going to be listening to us when I edit this. Um, Hi, future Sophie and Matt. In in that case, uh, I will have to leave all of you listeners, including myself, uh, with one final message. Uh, If... Oh no, it's been so long that I forgot it. Should you meet God while traveling? If upon the road... (laughs) While traveling, you should meet God. I, I don't have time to look this up. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks again for listening. You can find us at twitter.com slash radiothrone. You can find Abaddon at twitter.com slash orbitaldropkick or patreon.com slash demons. Finally, You can find Kill Six Billion Demons in its entirety at killsixbilliondemons.com.